Hello, everyone, and welcome to my Papa's podcast, Celebrating the Word with Dean Caldwell Ministries. Hello, everyone. We want to welcome you today to Elevating the Word. This is a Bible study intended to increase your faith, increase your knowledge of God so you can walk closer to the Lord and have a relationship with God like you've never had before. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the podcast today. I appreciate you for tuning in. Um, Just a quick few things to go over um, before we start the show. Uh, is one the uh, email that we have, which is elevating the word at outlook.com. Once you send your prayer requests there, your thoughts, comments, uh, any questions that you have, uh, to elevating the word at outlook.com. Uh, secondly, uh, there's been people who've been asking about giving towards the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for doing that already, as we have over the past couple of episodes. Uh, but there is a few ways to do that now. That is Venmo and Cash App, and those will be down in the show notes and in the comments. Um, and then also, you can also give by by snail mail, which is the P.O. Box 126 at London, Arkansas, 72847. Then also the Facebook page, Dean Caldwell Ministries, to keep up with all things Brother Dean is doing. Um, so now that all those prelims are out of the way, now the fun part gets to go. So... Brother Dean, why don't you introduce our special guest today? Well, thank you, Rob. It is so exciting to be back with you here today. And we have a special guest with us today that is going to help us in our uh, discovering on the vocal gifts of what we're we're, uh, going to be talking about. Brother uh, Chris Bradley, pastor of uh, First Assembly of God here in Russellville, Arkansas. And it's a delight, Pastor, to see you and have you here with us today and join in this podcast. And I uh, want you to just feel at liberty today and comment whatever you feel like on your heart. We're going to be talking about uh, the vocal gifts today. Uh, we talk, we uh, already have uh, explained the fact that the, out of the nine spiritual gifts that are given to us by the Holy Spirit, operating by the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, they begin in verse number 7, but they are divided into three categories. And uh, we've already talked about, last week I believe it was, we talked about uh, the mind gifts, which is knowledge, uh, wisdom, and discerning of spirits. And today we're going to talk about the vocal gifts, which is tongues, interpretation, and prophecy. And then the, the third uh, category is the power gifts, which is healing, miracles, and faith. But as we begin today, and we're going to talk about uh, the vocal gifts and understand the man, these are manifestations of the Holy Spirit. They're given to us to operate in our life as a believer so that we can uh, uh, connect with to God and what God wants to say to his people, especially in this day and time. Chris, it's so good to have you today. Well, thank you. It's great being with you, and uh, it's an honor. I'm excited. Let's do it. All right, we're going to get in on this, and uh, we're going to be talking about the vocal gifts, tongues, 
interpretation, and prophecy. And these are the vocal gifts that are given uh, by the Spirit of God. And uh, let me remind you, there's different giftings of God. There's giftings of ministry that God gives us uh, for operation. Uh, they're, They're found in Ephesians chapter 4. And verse 11, where he divides up apostles, pastors, prophets, teachers, and evangelists. That's gifts that God gives in ministry. Then there's grace gifts. and uh, But we're talking today about gifts of the Spirit. And as we begin, let me read the few scriptures here that will identify all of these in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues, but all these work that one in the self-same spirit dividing to every man as he will. There is where all nine of them are named for us in the scripture. So, uh, Pastor Chris, we're going to start today with prophecy and talk about prophecy, and we'll just let you begin and uh, what you feel like going into concerning the gift of prophecy. Why do you think Paul makes mention for us to seek the gifts, but then especially the gift of prophecy? I, I think, uh, Pastor Chris, uh, a big reason for this is so we can connect with God. And, and let me uh, uh, put this in perspective uh, as uh, we're talking about the vocal gifts. And I'm, this is old stuff that I'm about ready to bring to light, but I think it will shed a lot of light on um, uh, what what we are talking about here as to why we have the gifts of the Spirit to begin with, and then we're going to talk about uh, the, the gift of prophecy. When God made mankind, he made us in three parts, and we've done a podcast on this oh, uh, some months back, but God made us in three parts. He made us spirit soul, and body. Now that's in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23, the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless into the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whenever we read about that, of how God has made us, he made us spirit, soul, and body, and in that order. And because he made us in that order, he made a part of us so we can connect with God. And I'll show this here in the scripture in just a moment of time. In John chapter 4 and verse 24, the scripture said, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now then, if you have a Bible and you're following us today, uh, uh, you can turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and uh, verse 1. He said, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. 
Now, verse 2, look at this. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man, but unto God, for no man understands him. But watch this now. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Now then, look at verse number 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh or edifieth himself, but prophesy edifieth the church. And he said, when, he, when you get into this and understanding what Paul is saying here, he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not, I'm back in verse 2, speaks not unto man, but unto God, for no man understands him. What this is saying here, this is a gift of the Spirit that goes past our understanding. It goes beyond our own knowledge. So when you are being used by the Spirit of God in these gifts, your spirit is connecting with God Almighty. Mm. And that's the reason they're called the gifts of the Spirit. Yes. So when you're in operation on any one of the nine spiritual gifts, over and over and over, especially in chapter 14, he talks about, uh, especially when he's talking about speaking with tongues, he, he just simply said, but my understanding was unfruitful. In other words, it went beyond my understanding. It went beyond my knowledge. What it was was the Spirit of God working through you that connects with God Almighty. It is a divine something. It is a divine thing. So with that said, these nine spiritual gifts that God has given, when they operate properly, in the life of a spirit-filled person, they are connecting you with God, connecting you with God Almighty. So we're going to talk today about the gifting of prophecy that God has uh, set aside for the believers to enjoy and set aside for us to understand what God has discerned for us. So Brother Chris, let's talk about this. Sure. So God speaks through the gift of prophecy, just like you were just saying, uh, 1 Corinthians 14 and 3, and I'm reading from the NIV here. It says, but one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. There are three reasons of prophecy. Edification, which is to build up. Exhortation, to call someone near to God. And then comfort, that's to cheer up, to console, or to comfort one. Yes. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, when, we, when we're talking about prophecy, I have a little note here that uh, I underlined some time ago that uh, the distinguished difference between prophecy listed in 1 Corinthians 12 and 10 and the manifestation of the Spirit from prophecy cited in in uh, uh, the 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 preacher part of prophesying because many times prophesying in the word of God is translated from the Hebrew or the Greek as preaching. But here it's different. Yeah. We're talking about the gift of prophecy. It is the ability for God to give a direct message through an individual that is willing to connect with God and they give give this word of prophecy it is divine. It can call future. It can reveal past. It can uh, uplift. It can exhort. And the gift of prophecy can even 
called judgment. Uh, so it's a unique gift that God has placed in the church. Whereas when you talk about tongues and interpretation, the Bible said that's given for exaltation and comfort. Yeah. But yeah. prophecy's different. Prophecy is when there is a word from God that is uh, just uh, spontaneous that will give insight to the heart of God. Mm. And um, and l- let me put it like this. God never speaks generic. Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to do that on our own. Yeah. You know, there, 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 there's two principles in the word of God that uh, God gives us, and that is the principle of the kingdom and then the, the, the principle that, uh, of mankind. A kingdom principle is this. God will never ask you to do something that you can do. Hmm. When God asks you to do something for the kingdom, it's always something that's beyond you greater than your talents, greater than your ability. And here's why. So when you get it done, you can't take no glory for it because you couldn't have done it to begin with. Mm -hmm. But then the principle of man, when it comes down to just serving God, God never asks you to do anything that you cannot do. God doesn't require something of me, Pastor Uh, in serving God that he doesn't require of you or anyone else. If he did, he'd be a respective person Hmm. and God is of no respect of person. But sometimes we get the principle of the kingdom crossed up with the principle of man. But the difference is when it comes to the kingdom of God, God will always, always, and that's how you can distinguish the difference between God asking you to do something that is kingdom than God asking you to do something that is personal. A kingdom principle is when God asks me to do something for the kingdom, it's always bigger than me. It's greater than my abilities. It's greater than my understanding. So I have to define that as saying, God, work it through me. This is what we're talking about, the gifts of the Spirit mm-hmm. in operation in our life. When it comes to connecting with God, God connects with us spirit to spirit, and he made us with a spirit being inside of us so we could connect with God. But the gifts of the Spirit takes that spirit of man a step farther than just natural. Mm-hmm. It, it takes our spirit and connects it with the spirit of God and the manifestations of those gifts is the proof that we are connected with God. Do you see a difference in Old Testament prophecy, how that gift of prophecy was used uh, compared to New Testament prophecy, how the, the gift of prophecy is used? Yes, in the Old Testament, they were just, um, most of that was uh, divinely bestowed upon leaders. They were God-called prophets. They were uh, leaders, kings, uh, people that God set aside. But in the New Testament, whosoever will yeah. 
it came up on all. So I would say the extreme difference in between the Old Testament and the New is this. It was just spotted and for certain people. But in the New, in our day and time, it's for whosoever will to be used in the order of the Spirit. And of course, no prophecy should ever contradict the principle of Scripture. Never. God never speaks outside the confines of his word. And if you think about that a moment of time, God's not the Arthur confusion. In fact, is he says that in chapter 14 of Corinthians, when he is given instruction here concerning the gifts of tongues and interpretation, he says, God is not the Arthur confusion. I believe that's in verse 32 of chapter 14 of the book of first Corinthians. Whenever he gives us uh, some much insights there. Noah said the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets for God is not the Arthur confusion, but a peace as in the churches of God. If God just spoke to you outside the confines of his scripture and set a new dimension on this thing. Now, now pastor Chris, I don't believe that we're going to have any new revelation. I think we've got all the revelation we're going to get in, in scripture, but we can have illumination to the revelation. Yeah. What I'm saying is uh, through the divine insight of the spirit, um, for, for instance, let me give an example scripturally on this. Um, in First uh, Corinthians 2 and verse 9 and verse 10, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 9 and verse number 10. He, he, now, he's talking about uh, uh, the spirit of man when you get on down to verse number, uh, in, in verse number 11 and 12. And, and we went through this not too long ago whenever we were talking about all of the activities of the spirit of man and the spirit of God that God has uh, laid, up, laid out for us. But he said, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered the heart of man the things God hath prepared yeah. for them that love him. What that means in man's wildest imagination, you can't comprehend what heaven is. I have not seen, the ears not heard, neither has it entered the heart of man. But look at verse 10. Verse number 10 but said, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. What's he saying? Through divine revelation revealed to us by the Word of God, we can have insight to what heaven is all about and what God has prepared for us. In the natural mind, you cannot comprehend that at all. But in the spirit realm, you can understand from the written word of God. So you're right. God never speaks outside the confines of his word. And that's one of the principles of judging this thing to judge something, to see what he said. What is it? I'm thinking here. First uh, John chapter four and verse one, he said, try the spirits yeah, to see whether they be of God. So what, notch stick do you use to try the spirits? Well, compare it to the word of God. Yeah, you're right. You're Did right. God say that in his word? Is it a principle that can be backed up 
by the word of God. And that determines whether the message was from God or not. Mm. So Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Yes. You know, I was teaching a series on prophecy to our church there in Russellville, and uh, one of the points that I kept making week after week, and I feel like this is a very important point, because when it comes to prophecy, sometimes people get a little bit nervous because they think God's about to call out their deepest, darkest sin, and certainly God's able. But in regard to this gift, Paul says to pursue love. Yes. When it comes to prophecy or any of the gifts being used in any of the gifts, the motivation has to always be love and helping, encouraging, comforting, uh, trying to get somebody on the right track, if that's the case. That's right. Speak to that for just a minute. All right. Uh, the message of prophecy can expose and may expose the condition of a person's heart. That's hidden. I can't sit here, Pastor Chris, and watch you and discern what you're thinking right now. But by the means of prophecy, God can give me a word, or you a word, that would just boil that out. Yeah. Bring it out and then give an exhortation and give an answer for that. Uh, it's amazing of how uh, God has set this stuff up so that the church can be edified, and not only the church can be edified, but the individual. And we'll talk about that when we get into the tongues part here in a moment of time. But uh, prophecy is uh, oh, just an amazing thing because... Uh, you know, <laughs> but God said to be careful and judge that because many false prophets yeah, right. will arise. Um, you know, I, I, I remember watching a program here a few years ago, and I won't call any names or anything, when a guy was giving what he said God had talked to him, and the narrator said to him, but brother, many people will say to you that that don't match up with the Scripture. And I watched the man put his hand on the Bible and push the Bible down. And he said, I don't know what the scripture said. All I know is what God spoke to me. <laughs> well, number one, yeah. God didn't tell him that. That's right. Because God doesn't speak outside the confines of his word. Uh, and, uh, and the misuse of that is what turns people off to the whole process yes. of the gifts of the spirit. Yeah. But if they're used properly, like the Word of God says, when they operate under the will of God and not by the will of man. And that's what we were just talking about. When your spirit connects with God, it bypasses your understanding. It bypasses our knowledge. It connects with God Almighty. And God made us spirit, soul, and body so we have that ability to connect with God. So when Paul says here, again, in, in uh, chapter 14, verse 1, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For those that may be listening, how do you get a word from the Lord? How do you hear God and get a word from Him? All right. Number one, you're going to have to know the word. Yes. The, what the Bible says. And uh, last podcast, uh, Rob and I asked, uh, 
asked that same question. And all I can give is my personal um, activity with God. And most of the time, whenever I get a word from God, it's when I'm not even thinking about the subject, the matter, the person, or anything, and bam, then all of a sudden, this feed of information starts coming to me. And the difference between the gift of knowledge and the gift of prophecy is this. The gift of knowledge, the gift of knowing, uh, people call it reading my mail or whatever. Sure. Yeah. But prophecy is when God gives you a, a divine revelation of the Word of God. So it will divinely touch someone and at the same time expose. It can expose people's uh, innermost thoughts without just talking to them straight up. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be preaching and a, a word of prophecy come through you without calling someone out of the congregation. Right. You just kindly let God move with the scripture and that divine revelation of the word of God. And, and I lean more, Pastor Chris, toward the divine revelation part when it comes down to prophecy. I just lean more toward that. Because when God is using divine revelation, that is prophecy. Yeah. And and I think when Paul said, pray that you may prophesy, he is, he is putting great emphasis on knowing God's word. When you know God's word, God is speaking to you. Yeah. And when God is speaking to you, it is the living word of God. It's the written word of God on paper. But when he's speaking to you, it becomes yeah. the living word of God. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think in the gift of prophecy, expounding the word of God through divine revelation is the gift of prophecy that Paul was actually putting great emphasis on that we need to follow and and follow it wisely. Yeah. Well, and you've told me before at different times that God speaks to the word that's in you. Yes, he does. The word of God that's in you. Yes. And so that's why it's important to know know the scriptures, have the word of God on the inside of you. Yes. So for those that may have been uh, hurt or may have had a bad experience with prophecy, and this is another point that we were making during our series on on prophecy was you know, guardrails that we can, we can put up. Uh, and, and I'm reading here from 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 through 22. And Paul writes this, Do not quench the Spirit. Yes. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. You know, I think that even if we have had a negative experience with prophecy or if we haven't, one of the first principles that we need to understand is that the Spirit of God still uses the gift of prophecy today. Yes. And because there was a counterfeit or because there was a negative experience doesn't take away from the real thing, which is used to uh, help uplift and, as Paul writes in 1 Corinthians twelve seven, for the common good yes. of everyone who's there. Uh, but again, sometimes because people have been hurt or because people have had a negative experience, 
they will shy away from. But again, Paul here tells us, don't quench the spirit. Mm -hmm. Don't quench the spirit and don't despise prophecies. Test all things, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Would you like to speak on that for just a moment? Well, I, the, the gift of prophecy and, you know, uh, it, it promotes godly living. It just promotes godly living. And uh, I, I'm still sticking uh, with the fact that through divine revelation. Now, God's word is revelation. We have a book called The Revelation. Yeah. But the whole word of God from Genesis to The Revelation is the revelation of God, of God speaking to us. Uh, uh, Romans 7 and 7, Paul gives an instruction there concerning the law. The law was given to identify sin. He said, I would not have known sin, but the law said. I would not have known lust, but the law said, Thou shalt not covet. God's word, the and especially the old law that was given was to identify sin, to show how holy God is and how sinful mankind is. But nowadays, we're carrying that through the gifting of prophecy, through divine revelation, revealing the wholeness of God, revealing the righteousness of God. And that is revealed by the power of the Spirit of God. There's nothing any more enthusing and more enlightening, Pastor, than to just be in the realm of the Spirit of God and God revealed to you a divine revelation from, or maybe I should say, a divine illumination of the revelation. And bam, it just hits you. Yeah. Uh, why didn't I see this before? I've read this a hundred different times, but this is the first time. God's not wanting you to keep that to yourself. He's wanting you to present it as a teaching form, as a preaching form, whatever. You, you know, Pastor, I've been preaching a long, long time. I mean, a long time. Uh, 50 plus years. And... um Many, many years, for many, many years, uh, I changed Bibles every seven years. And uh, because I write my own footnotes around the side of the pages to connect Scripture, to connect the Word of God, because I, I believe Scripture interprets Scripture. Yeah. And when Scripture interprets Scripture, you have a pure Word from God. But I would write at the top of the pages... D period, P period. And that was a personal note to me. Don't preach. <laughs> D period, P period. Yeah. And, of course, I see things in pictures. And when I'm flipping through the Bible in my mind, I see that page. Wow. And at the top of the page, that D period, P period says, Dean, there's some deep stuff. Yeah. And if you start explaining it, it's going to be like them starting out in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. They don't know the beginning from the ending of it. But about five, maybe seven years ago, 
the Holy Spirit began to speak with me and said, I want you to preach those DPs. Hmm. So the Bible I have now has no DPs in it. Hmm. And uh, I tried to start from the beginning and carry this subject through because I believe it is divine revelation that people want to hear about their Lord. Yes. Their loving Lord. And they have questions about God. Uh, why does God do this? How come God done that? Has God rejected me? Why can't I feel his spirit? And all these answers about God are in the word of God. Yeah. But it takes divine revelation and the revealing by the spirit of God. Because he said, and we just read that, through the Spirit, God hath revealed, God has revealed yes. them to us. And when you read that, you understand uh, there is a prophecy there. And if that prophecy is helping someone, and, and I'm not talking about end time prophecies because there's all kinds of prophecies in the word of God. There's prophecies concerning end times. And a lot of time right. when you say the word prophecy, that's where everybody's mind goes. Yeah. But there's prophecy concerning the heart of God. Mm -hmm. There's prophecy concerning the attitude of God. Prophecy concerning the spirit of God. And the gifting of the spirit. Uh, the means of prophecy. Bring to light to us the divine knowledge of God to be shared with someone. As an uplifting or as an instruction. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? Second um, Timothy 3.16, for all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So the word of God is given to us, but by the means of the gift of prophecy, there is divine revelation that can be revealed. And uh, I, I think more so because we get messed up sometimes when someone's given us a word of knowledge that they're prophesying over us or someone that's got a, a word of wisdom or they're prophesying over us. But that's not always the case. Uh, the gift of prophecy is the gift of knowing the divine revelation of God and his divine revelation in a deeper form than just reading over something in the word of God. Um, let me use a for instance, because I really feel like that there's going to be people hear this that's going to wonder. Uh, for, for instance, um, let me grab a scripture here. Um, in James chapter 1 and verse 13, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. If you just read that for surface value, here's what you come up with. God will can't tempt me because he's never been tempted. Right. He's never going to tempt me. And we and we build a a faith on that. 
But then all of a sudden you go back and start in Genesis. And when you get to Genesis 22 and the word said, and after this, the Lord 22 and one, after this, the Lord did tempt Abraham. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got a conflict there, right? How are you going to understand the heart of God through a conflict? But by the means of the gift of prophecy, the divine gift, you put all that together, here's what you come up with. God won't tempt me with evil because he can't be tempted with evil. But God will always tempt me to be righteous, to be holy, to be pure, to be true. Yes. To, to do what's right. That is revelation revealed in depth to understand the heart of God. And I say this to a lot of preachers. There's a lot of preachers that have probably never realized in their ministry that God is using them in the gift of prophecy. Yes. While they're preaching, Mm. a divine revelation of the word of God comes from them into the ears of the discouraged, the downtrodden, and it brings conviction, it brings uplifting, it brings understanding and inspiration, and it's the gift through the Spirit of God that God is using through you. Mm. And we need to become sensitive to that. Yeah. You uh, said this earlier that there are different types of prophecies. And you said that, you know, naturally when we say the word prophecy or when we hear the word prophecy, our mind just kind of gravitates toward the end time stuff. But prophecy or a prophetic ministry... I believe can also identify gifts and callings in people. Yes. First Timothy uh, says this chapter four, starting in verse 14, do not neglect the gift that is in you. Of course, this is Paul writing to Timothy, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine, continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Yes, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Paul gives Timothy such great instruction. Yeah. But he starts out telling him this. And what? let me think here. In 2 Timothy chapter uh, uh, of 1, 2 Timothy mm-hmm. 1, he said, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank God whom I've served for my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembered to them my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, and I may be filled with joy when I recall the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which was first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. I'm persuaded that it's in you. Then he said, I'm coming through. I'm going to lay my hands on you and stir up the gift of God that is in you. Yes. Paul recognized it was there by divine prophecy. Mm -hmm. Timothy, whether it was a man-fearing spirit, uh, whether it was just people that had just maybe made light of him, made fun of him to where he just backed off, he was not using the gifting that God had given him of faith. He was raised in it. Grandma Lois had it. Mama Eunice had it. Timothy grew up in it. He knew the ins and outs of faith. He knew how to touch God, but he let that lay dormant in his life. And Paul said, 
I'm coming through to lay hands on you and stir up the gift of God that's in you. Not give you a gift. Yeah. I'm going to stir it up. You've already got it. Right. I'm going to stir it up. So yes, uh, prophecy covers a broad field, mm-hmm. a very big broad field. Mm. And so in that case, uh, in particular, prophecy was being used to call him into or up to, I should say, the place that God wanted him yes. in, in calling and in ministry. There's nothing more encouraging, Pastor Chris, than inspiration. Yeah, yeah. It's the highest form of encouragement that you can give someone is to inspire them. And when you inspire them by the power of God, And uh, when you inspire them with the power and the order of God, man, the inspiration that comes with that is divine. Yeah. It's just divine. Uh, But, you know, I know there's probably people out there that say, well, I've been prophesied over and it hasn't ever come to pass. Well, me too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've been prophesied over so many times. But this thing's real. It's real, yeah. It is real. And because someone blotched it up or missed God, don't throw the whole thing out. What's the old saying? Don't throw the baby out the bathwater. Yeah. You know, uh, when you fish spit out the bones, uh, this thing is real. God can speak to us through the power, the strength of his word. And... um, Pastor, it's just been so good to have you today. And we've we've just talked about one gift, one of the gifts there, but it's been good. Yeah. Uh, your input has just been wonderful. We appreciate that so very much. Pastor, will you just close us in prayer today as we close this podcast? Absolutely. Father, we thank you for... Lord, the gifts that you have given us, that even in these last days, we are well equipped to fulfill your mission, Lord, your co-mission, that we have the opportunity in partnering with you to complete on this earth. I thank you for your spirit who, uh, Lord, as he wills, he gives us gifts uh, in the right time to meet the need that's there. And Father, I pray, God, that we would be like the Apostle Paul, that we would Uh, God, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. You've told us in the book of Luke that if we being evil know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will our heavenly father give us the Holy Spirit when we ask? So I pray that as we, uh, Lord, just continue to seek you, even in these last days, that we would not get to a place of thinking that we've come to the end of you. Lord, there's more. And would you stir all of us up for more? I pray your blessings over all of us, Lord, as we, uh, God, just, uh, God, as we just continue to pursue you in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining the podcast today. We hope that it encouraged you in a great way. We encourage you to go to Dean Caldwell Ministries page and like and follow. We will be posting videos dates and places and updating our broadcast from time to time. Thank you for joining and have a great day.